0: Yo, yo, I'm back, and here with the first episode of the summer. Apologies for the temporary leave of absence, but uh, I'm here now, and ready to dive into some hoops. It has been a hectic off-season so far. Hectic. Let's get right into it. As if this offseason hasn't already been fucking crazy with LeBron going to LA, Cousins signing with the Warriors, PG re-upping with OKC. Now you have the Raptors dropping the biggest bomb on the city of Toronto, arguably that this franchise has ever seen. Before I get into it, I want to outline, I want to make it known that there's two ways to look at what happened. There's an emotional view, and then there's an objective view. And I'm going to analyze both. I'm going to start with the emotional view because as a diehard Toronto Raptors fan, there's no other way to get around this trade other than be a little bit emotional. DeMar was Toronto. DeMar was the face of this franchise. He brought this team back to relevancy after VC left. Chris Bosh was here for a few years, but the Raptors didn't do shit. They weren't a team that anybody talked about. It wasn't until DeMar started becoming the player that he is today that the Toronto Raptors became relevant. And for that, DeMar, I salute you. You are my favorite Raptor to watch, and you may be my favorite Raptor of all time, regardless of what happens in the next 10, 20, however many years. Did the Raptors do DeMar dirty? Again, looking at it from an emotional perspective, I think so. The most loyal player in franchise history who re-upped with your team, signed a five-year deal after a lot of people thought he would go home to LA, and this is how you treat him, Uh, it, it hurts, it stings. It's some Isaiah Thomas, Boston Celtics bullshit. Again, I'm I'm being emotional because DeMar was my favorite Raptor, and I think he did a lot for this team. The players aren't going to be happy. I know DeMar's family isn't happy. His cousin's been posting on Instagram calling the Raptors out, saying that they're cheap, they have no loyalty, they're scum, yada yada. And obviously DeMar himself tweeted that you know you think one thing, and then something else happens, and again goes back to loyalty, but at the end of the day, you know, put the loyalty part of it aside. Tamar was the guy he was he was the guy people paid for he was the guy people paid money to see, and I'm not sure. When this city is going to get another player of Demar's caliber to stick around for as long as he did Okay, I mean realistically I Can keep getting upset They fired Casey they got rid of the franchise player They have no real direction Kawhi is a rental. The city hates Masai. The list goes on and on. But I'm trying to be objective here. I'm trying to look at the bright side. I was a little upset when Casey left, even though I was kind of pushing for a coaching change, but I got over it. Same shit when VC left. I got over it. Same thing when Bosch left. I got over it. Yes, this thing's, as I said, but I'll get over it. So let me break down why I think This is a good move for the Raptors. First off, we just got Kawhi fucking Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Forget about the fact that he has now turned into a diva. But this man is a two-time defensive player of the year. Something the Raptors have been sorely lacking for years. He's a perennial all-star. He's a finals MVP. He's arguably the second best player in the NBA, when healthy, behind LeBron James. That's that's a big get for the Raptors. That is a big get. And on top of that, my biggest fear, because I knew something was coming, I knew a trade was going to happen where either Lowry or DeMar were going to go. And I kind of was a little bit mentally prepared for that, but what I really didn't want to happen and what I was really worried about was the Raps giving up one of their young core pieces. Pascal, DeLon, Fred, OG, especially OG. The fact that the Raps were able to maintain their entire core of young guys and only give away Pirtle and a 2019 protected pick If I wanted to play devil's advocate here, I would say that the Raptors actually fleece the Spurs on that trade. But then you have the other side of the argument, which says that Kawhi is a one-year rental. So let's break that down. Kawhi Leonard has made it known that he wants to go to LA. He wants to play, whether it's with the Lakers, whether it's with the Clippers, whether it's with another team in the state of California, he wants to play there. So, in a way, it's kind of funny because the Spurs kind of said, you know what, you don't want to play for us? Fuck you, we're going to ship you to Canada. Reports are coming out that Kawhi doesn't want to play here, doesn't want to report here, which I'm sure is probably somewhat true. You want to go to LA and then you get shipped to Toronto. In my opinion, the greatest city in the world, but I don't think Kawhi shares that sentiment. So yeah, no doubt, he's a little pissed. But, let's think about this. If Kawhi gets his shit together, if Kawhi Leonard plays like the the MVP, the defensive player of the year that he is, that we all know he's capable of being, I have the Raps as the favorites in the East. Think about it. They are bringing almost the exact same roster back from last year. The same roster that won 59 games, but instead of DeMar DeRozan, who is inefficient on defense, can't shoot threes, and oftentimes the coaching staff has to kind of put him on weaker players because he you know, he causes a logjam or he clogs up the lanes. You replace DeMar loyalty and all that aside with Kawhi Leonard. That's that's pretty fucking good in my opinion. So, if you're rolling out a starting five of Lowry, OG, Kawhi, Serge, JV, if no more moves are to be made, I think that's the best team in the East. You could argue maybe Boston, yeah, with a healthy Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, but one or two, and with LeBron in the West, I'm liking the Raptors' chances of at least getting to the conference finals.